quiet quitting. What is it and whose fault is it? Is it the fault of you as the employee or is it the fault of your employer? That's what we're talking about on today's show. So keep listening. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Gen X Career Show. My name is Kay Kirkman, and yes, we are back for yet another episode. And today we are talking about what I would call a hot button issue right now. You know, it's funny because I am one of those people that really hates to be, quote unquote, on the bandwagon. (laughs) So if there's a news event or something that everyone's talking about, it's kind of like that old adage, when they zig, you zag. So I always feel like going in the opposite direction of what the masses or everyone else is doing. And I avoided this topic I avoided it. I avoided it. But finally, it's just so much in our culture right now, especially as a career coach, that I had to do an episode on it. So by the title, if you read the title of the episode, today we are talking about quiet quitting. This is the next big phenomenon in the world of careers and jobs and workplace culture. And if you'll remember, I did an episode way back on the great resignation, as that at the time was what everyone was talking about. And of course, just to give some background, give some context to all of this, the great resignation was this whole movement where en masse people were quitting their jobs and either starting businesses, doing remote work, doing freelance gigs, doing other types of gig work. And so it was a really big deal because it meant that employers were scrambling for good talent and that people were really coming to the realization that there were alternative ways to work, which is something that I've been talking about Uh, for a while now on the show. In fact, it's one of the premises that the show is based on that there is no one size fits all. And the great resignation was proof that people are waking up to the idea that there are possibilities and there is not just an A and a B, maybe there's a C and a D and E and F too. And so that was a really big hot button topic for a while. And now this idea of quiet quitting, quiet quitting is now all the rage and people are talking about it and posting about it. So as I said, I always like to be a little bit left of center. So I'm going to talk about quiet quitting, but I'm going to talk about it in a different way than what I've seen uh, primarily as the way that people are talking about it. But just a little bit of background, if you're unfamiliar with this whole phenomenon of quiet quitting, it's this idea that as an employee, you don't actually resign from your job, you don't actually quit your job, but 
you do just the bare minimum. So just enough, as my father used to say, um, what is it? Not enough to get fired, but just enough. I can't remember. But anyway, it's like you're doing just enough not to get fired. Doing just, oh, oh, you're not doing really enough to get promoted or to move up in the company, but you're doing just enough so you don't get fired. Just enough so that your work duties are covered, but you're not doing any extra credit, overtime, additional projects. You're just doing exactly what your job description says that you're paid to do. And so this idea apparently started from what I've seen in my research for the show with Gen Z. So if you're not really familiar, hopefully you know, hopefully you know what Gen X is. So Gen X is uh, anyone, and again, the dates vary, but generally it's seen as anyone born between 1965 and like 1979, 1980. And Gen Z, which is how this whole quiet quitting phenomenon actually really became popular because Gen Zers were the ones who started talking about it on social media, primarily TikTok. They are born between 1997 and 2012. So they're in their 20s, early some of them, the oldest ones, are in their mid-20s. And so the the theory is that because Gen Z, if you think about it, the pandemic, uh, a lot of the other social, uh, what do I want to say, social uh, issues or challenges that we've had in the last decade or so have impacted Gen Z employees at a time when they're pretty young in their careers. So if you think about primarily the pandemic, the fact that they were isolated, you know, in, in early in your career where this is the time when you're really making those connections and networking and really finding your way in the workplace where, you know, many Gen Z workers were isolated during this time due the, to the pandemic and are still isolated in various ways because of the impact of the pandemic. So theoretically, this is how this whole idea of quiet quitting started in a response to the mental health challenges that Gen Z employees were having due to the isolation and other social challenges that have happened in the past decade. So that is just the quick and dirty of kind of how this whole quiet quitting phenomenon happened. Now, if you listen to that description, doing the bare minimum, doing just enough not to get fired, this is not a new phenomenon. <laughs> so if you're in the Gen X demographic or the millennium, millennial demographic, you're familiar with this concept. So it's not really a new concept. It's just that because Gen Zs are really, really kind of like they're they're the first generation that actually totally grew up with social media. They're the ones that have championed this as a quote unquote thing, but it's nothing new. You know, uh, you might've heard it also called presentism. That's another uh, word that is used to describe this type of behavior. So presentism means you're there, you're a body, <laughs> you're there at your job, but you're not really there at your job, meaning you're doing just enough to do the bare minimum. And you're watching that clock until five o'clock when you can clock out, 
physically while you've already clocked out mentally pretty much the whole day. And so again, this is all putting, so let me, let me back up a little bit. So let me finish my sentence first. So this is all putting a greater emphasis on stress, on burnout, and on the mental health of employees, which I think is a good thing. So what I was going to say is, so this is one of the reasons why I got off my my uh, my bandwagon, so to speak, of not being on the bandwagon, because I do think that this opens up a really crucial conversation around the idea of stress burnout and mental health as it relates to workers when they come to a point in their career where they're not feeling fulfilled. And again, it goes back to the whole reason that I started the show, that I became a career coach, is how can we, how can you, how can you find more fulfillment in the work that you do every day? Because work takes up so much of your time and your mental energy, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be wise to find something that you're doing every day that brings you the most joy and fulfillment? And if you can't find it at your present place of employment, how can you create it? Either in a hobby, something that you're doing part-time, or something else. And so that is really what I am championing when I hit record every week and produce these podcast episodes is a way that you can find fulfillment and purpose in the work that you do every day so that you don't end up being in a situation where presentism or quiet quitting is something that you feel compelled to do. And so that's where I want to take this episode really is into the direction of how this whole idea of quiet quitting opens up this dialogue or this conversation about companies becoming an organization where people actually enjoy coming to work. And for a lot of people, that just doesn't happen. Now, we hear about the companies especially like these tech startups that have, you know, all these amenities, the gyms and the cafeterias and, you know, the the catered lunches and the team building events and things of that nature. We hear about this in, in a lot of companies, but in many companies, that really isn't the case. So what I want to talk about is really what can organizations do And then what is the responsibility of you as the employee in this whole idea of making your workplace a place where you actually enjoy coming to work? Is it all about the employer and the environment that the employer is creating, or is there responsibilities on both ends? And in my opinion, there are responsibilities on both ends. So I want to take a look at that. So. Again, there. I'm not saying that there aren't companies out there that are doing this in terms of providing things like, you know, a budget for personal and professional development. There are some companies that actually provide this. You know, I do periodically go and I look at job listings to see what's out there 
what companies are providing the things that they're doing. I look at these lists, like the best companies to work for, to see what are the things that companies are getting right in terms of preventing quiet quitting and preventing their employees, you know, being there in the body, but absent in the mind. And so there are companies that are doing this, uh, but just some things to think about from the company end and then from the employee end. And again, I just wanted this episode to be a gateway to discussion. You know, maybe these are discussions that you have in your workplace. You might be in a position where you could make these conversations happen. Maybe these are conversations that you can have with your colleagues to think about ways and what you can do from your standpoint, wherever that is, to make these things a reality in your particular place of work. So, you know, things like having a budget for personal and professional development. Again, so these are things that companies are getting right in terms of preventing quiet quitting, in my opinion. So having a budget for personal and professional development, bringing in career coaches or having them in-house. You know, many companies actually have career development coaches either on staff or on a contract basis in order to help companies to nurture the talent that they have within their four walls. You know, a lot of times really, really great talent goes untapped simply because of the the demands of the business, lack of structure when it comes to performance evaluations and just general feedback and coaching. Some workplaces don't have a structure in place for feedback and coaching. And that's something that every employee really needs on some level. So again, these are things that companies are getting right. You know, having career coaches, having career development coaches, either in-house or on a contract basis, surveying employees, employee needs are, you know, some companies, the ones that are getting it right are surveying their employees needs and then implementing changes based on employees needs. So taking a temperature check. You know, making sure that they're not overlooking some really crucial and basic needs that employees have. Encouragement, recognitions. You know, the companies that are getting it right are encouraging and recognizing their employees. They're using, they're using their talent appropriately, meaning they're finding out where skill sets are most needed and who in the company in terms of their workforce have these skills and then putting the right people in the right roles in order to get the job done. So all of these things are things that companies are doing and getting right. But what are they doing wrong? Obviously, on, on some level, there are things that corporations can do better in terms of making the work environment a place that people actually want to come to work. So what are some of these hidden barriers to motivation? What are these demotivators? And I think that these demotivators are the prime reason why on the company's end, a lot of times this quiet quitting phenomenon, you know, rears its ugly head. 
So not recognizing potential. So basically everything that I just said earlier on the flip side. So not recognizing potential, letting talent or potential talent go untapped for lack of focus on developing your talent or your workforce, your workforce, excuse me. Employees not really being able to show their potential or to flex their skills, for lack of a better word, in other areas other than their main role. Again, not giving performance reviews. And this is a big one too. If you've heard of scope creep, I've talked about it on previous episodes, but a lot of times this is a term that consultants use, but you can see that in the workforce too, where you're hired to do one job, But for whatever reason, you end up doing a bunch of different jobs that are unrelated (laughs) to your primary job, or they may be related. They just take up a lot of your time and make it more challenging for you to actually do the job that you were paid for. So scope creep is kind of when the roles or the boundaries of your role start to creep into other roles. And this can be part of why employees start to feel burnout. And gradually they start to get into this quiet quitting phenomenon. So I've talked a lot about the company end. So what is the role of the employee? Because we can't just say that it's all the company's fault. So I say that the first thing that you want to look at in terms of being an employee who is quiet quitting right now (laughs) is Have you as an employee really sat down and gotten clear about what it is that you want from the role other than a paycheck? Now, it could just be a paycheck. I mean, be honest with yourself. What is it that you want from the role? And what is it that you're bringing to the table each and every day that you're in that role to bring value to the role? I'll repeat that. Are you clear on what you bring to the role? And are you clear about what you want from the role? I think that lack of clarity is one of the biggest factors in dissatisfaction in any role. Because when you're not clear on what it is that you want to do, then a lot of times you just end up just doing the bare minimum just because you don't really, there's nothing that you're really motivated by. And so look at that. What is it that you want from the role? And what is it that you're bringing to the role? The other thing is, if there are concerns and if there are things that are bothering you about the role, Have you brought those to your supervisor, to your manager, to whoever would be the person that you would report to, to let them know? And then what is your attitude every day when you're coming into work? Do you already have a bad attitude? And if so, how is that contributing to your wanting to quiet quit? And what are some other things that you can think about in terms of the dissatisfaction that you're feeling. You know, I remember in one of my very first sales roles being very, very dissatisfied by the role for a bunch of different reasons. And I remember, I remember 
just really just coming into work, watching the clock, doing the bare minimum. And I remember that there were some parts of the job that I really, really liked and I really, really enjoyed. And then there were some parts of the job that I literally couldn't stand. And I don't know if there was something that really triggered it or what really happened. But one day I really just sat down and I said to myself, I had a, I had a little come to Jesus moment with myself. And I had to say to myself, okay, what do you want from this role? <laughs> you know, it's like you're coming into work every day and you're miserable, but you're not really doing anything to change it. So either you can take a look at yourself and have some self-reflection, or you can just continue on this path. And I really sat down and I thought to myself, and I actually wrote out what I wanted from the role. And I shared it. I I had a really good relationship with my manager at the time, and I shared it with her. And she was able to make some, some changes in terms of my employment there that really made things better for me. And in turn, I started doing some things that really turned around the situation in terms of me just really not liking the role. So it can definitely be done in terms of you can go from someone who's quiet quitting to someone who's actually satisfied at work, or at least you can come to work not hating it every day. It can be done, but it does take a level of self-awareness and really just that moment of getting clear on what you want, what you're bringing to the table, and then either changing your behavior, because that's another thing. You know, I I had the good fortune that I had a really good relationship with my manager. So I was able to take my concerns to her. But if you're not in that situation, you can always change your behavior and your attitude towards the situation so that you don't fall into this quiet quitting phenomenon. So there you have it. My take, Kay's take on this whole idea of quiet quitting. Let me know what you think. What kinds of conversations does this open up for you in terms of your specific situation. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at genxcareershow, so that's G-E-N-X-C-A-R-E-E-R-S-H-O-W, genxcareershow at gmail.com. I would love to hear what you think, what your thoughts are. If you're quiet quitting, hang in there. Hopefully something I said triggers in you a way that you can start to get out. And if you are looking for additional help on getting clear on what you want from your career and you are looking for more joy and fulfillment in what you do every day, go to my website and that is yourgenxcareer.com, yourgenxcareer.com. Click on work with me and schedule a free consultation where we can talk about your career and your individual needs. And that is what I have for you today. And as always, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. 
Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.